on the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again That's right, ladies and germs. Welcome back to WFCL. That's right. It's Fly Casual Radio. Tonight on Fly Casual, we're going to be putting together the best road trip playlist of all time, live right in front of your very ears. You're going to want to stick around here for another special episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! You know what the problem is with Mike recording from home? The fact that what? he just takes breaks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pees a lot. And he's not even sick. No, nope. he's just peeing everywhere. All over the carpet. All, he just pees everywhere. Yeah, right now he's mm-hmm. like drawing a pee stripe in his carpet from his desk to his bathroom. And he's probably going to stain it and then not claim it. Probably peeing over the railing down into the family room from the stairs, yep. you know. That's our Mike. What are you going to do about it, though? He really? loves peeing. Yeah, he's peeing Mike. That's his. What would Mike's garbage pail kid be? There's a question for you. Oh, man. What mm. would it be? Would it be like old ass Mike and it's just like an aging <laughs> toddler? Do, do listeners even know what garbage pail Or, yeah, are? yeah, yeah. Come on, garbage pail kids. Garbage pail. If you don't, I'm not going to explain to you. Look about maybe, maybe a cream, cream, uh, thigh high Mike. Wasn't like, there wasn't wasn't the there one called Mike? Wasn't there was a Mike one? Wasn't well, there? I know there was Apple Corey, and it was a kid with like all those like garbage and stuff, and like an Apple Core for. A I think there was that. there was Mad Mike. Yeah, he looked like a barbarian. Yeah, that doesn't work. That, I like I like thigh high Mike, where it's a it's a it's a toddler Mike in really short shorts and fishnets. Yeah, yeah, thigh yeah. high Mike. I think that works. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, crap. He's oh, back. Dang no. it. <laughs> dang. We didn't get nearly as far into that as we could have otherwise. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. He's opening a beer, guys. There it was. I heard it. That's why he had to step away. Sorry, fellas. I ran out of alcohol oh, no. at this part of the house. It's a mixer. Yep. It's only a short term before the mini fridge shows up right underneath the desk. We know that's going to happen. So you're doing a Jaeger bomb? Is that what you're doing? Oh, man. I want a Jaeger bomb. Now I do. I'm going to turn around Maybe one day and my Han Solo well. fridge and Han Solo carbonite fridge is going to be missing from the recording desk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to put a handle and paint it pink and then bring it to yeah. the every time. <laughs> I'll be like, Mike, just bring your pink cooler. Don't paint my stuff. <laughs> the pink cooler, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs. I am Corey. Not with us in studios, but over there cracking open a fresh cold one is Michael J. Archbold. Yellow. How you doing? Pretty good. We're looking at your giant bottle of Cap Morgan white rum that is going sadly oh, ignored tonight. I miss oh. it tonight. I'm missing You've it. You've barely tapped into that one. You've barely broken Thankfully, the plastic seal. I've got a I've got a smaller sized with me tonight. So I'm, <laughs> I'm still one be, I'm everywhere keeping company. That's so. what she said. Right. <laughs> oh. yeah. Hey-oh. You know you have a problem. When, yep. When, so how much mm-hmm. how much alcohol do you have in your office? How much alcohol would a Mike Just alcohol? Just a Cap Morgan right now. If a Mike now, that's upstairs in my office. If Down a Mike alcohol could alcohol. might be a different story. Yeah. Your whole house is your office, really. So Yeah. A lot of people, you know, a lot of from, the, from the late nineties, people started doing that like oh, central I do vacuum. A lot of business in the bathroom. They'd have that central vacuum system <laughs> yes. where you just hook up a hose to the I wall. Think it's hilarious you bring this up. And and in Mike's case, it's a central alcohol delivery system. Did you act like that's a thing in the past? But I've been looking the uh, looking up 
those systems. And it, I'm like, I mean, it still exists, but it was actually like it was one of those things that like when a new subdivision would pop up, the builders would pitch it as like a premium option if you were going to yeah. build a house yeah. to have that central it was vacuum. Never really a premium? No, well, it never. Yeah, that's the problem is that when it breaks down, it it sucks in a way that it doesn't suck anymore. And Truth. it's an expensive fix as opposed to it's just go to Walmart and buy a new anymore. Really? Well, I mean, depending on what kind of motor you get, but it could be anywhere from a few hundred bucks up to... Still got to pipe it, though. Well, that's going to exist, so that's not going to break. Well, if it's already there, yeah. I'm saying if you're adding it to an existing home. Oh, well, yeah. Point. You always, yeah, you're always going to have to pipe it. But. Yeah, yeah. So in Mike's case, it's like Theo Huxtable's uh, college apartment where they hit a button and beer just comes flying through a pneumatic tube. But yeah, we're uh, actually thinking about putting in our uh, dining room area one of those smaller like vacuum things where you just kind of sweep it up to it and it just sucks it up. We're we're probably going to do that. What, like like, there's like a little vacuum thing sticking out of the wall and you sweep in front of it, hit a button and the wall sucks it up? They have in wall ones that you could put or they have just standalone units that you could just have there and you know if you go to walmart right now you can get a uh, hoover for like 106 dollars. <laughs> that's a little more you get a bissell for like 75 when you're no but stuff up. if you vacuum it's considered a sport <laughs> you see right. especially Security, if you get if you get two of them and you compete episode. with your what wife you can is, vacuum the most what i think is it. funny is the these two guys who have one child apiece <laughs> are giving me grief about this when they have no idea Howie? They don't. They really don't do that. No, they don't. Don't yell at us for having self-control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're You're Mr. Spray and Pray over there, not us, friend. No. That's what you need the vacuum for. Oh, don't fling your Bushmills dust at me, my friend. Where was Why I? I'm Corey over there. There's Mike over there at Master Control talking shiz about the vacuum. Stephen J. Howie. I love it. That you're so hard when you got Garrick to back. Whoa! Up, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, if what? Garrick was backing you up, you'd be hard too. I'm just saying. You know wow. what I'm saying? Make a point. Yeah. You Wait, make a what? Point, well, you, know... you would both be making a point at that point. <laughs> yeah. I'm what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know, Garrick, Garrick's mom does love it when I make a point. Yeah, so. and she backs that up all, all the time. time. Yeah. It is crazy. Aww. Uh, and oddly warm. Uh, and cross pond down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Sup, bitches. <laughs> Sup with you, ho stank. Yeah. Dizzle am. I had, to, I, called you. I had to have a little swig of yeah. Bushmills. Yeah. Have, have less you, kids. Would you want to swig I mean, sorry. All right. Sorry. Fewer sorry. Kids. Have good. fewer kids. Yeah, there right. you go. It's I have fewer it's kids. Clean. I had a fair a fair share of vodka before the previous episode, so I'm rocking hey, a tall on. ice water at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Gotta hydrate so I can sleep well, get up, hop in the car first thing in the morning, which is not far enough away <laughs> from now. You're going to get like two hours of it's sleep. It's going to suck, but that's why we're jumping right in with what's on your docket. Do, 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 do. 
I like how how he's playing the belly and man boob slap over there. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yep, he's <laughs> slapping his belly. <laughs> it looked like a redneck. It's pretty an awesome. Old, an old prospector who just struck gold. See, if he this, stood up and started kicking his legs out to the side, he'd have really done the whole picture. This is why oh, we need to get video cameras in here. And <laughs> why we don't get video cameras in here. Is that the, is that the redneck tom-tom? Uh, more or less. Yeah. It's, uh, he calls it the tum-tum, though. Tum-tum. Does it go for obvious reasons? It's right there. Like in the cartoons. Garrett, kick us off. What's on your docket? Oh, what? Damn. Damn, go first. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on, guys. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. speaking of okay. DC, know, that would have worked if I hadn't gone first. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Maybe you used that last time. Yeah, you said speaking of DC when no one was talking was, about DC. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, do a thing here. But yeah. uh, anyway, a new a uh, series thing. dropped on the old CW, the television sure uh, did. channel, called the, the Stargirl, right? Yep. About Stargirl? Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, so I started watching. I got excited because I I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is the first time this ever happened, even though I have nothing to back that up. But it seems like this is the first time that a person who's created a comic uh, character has uh, created the series as well to go along with the comic character they created, and that's Jeff Johns. Oh yeah. So he. He basically created Courtney Whitmore, who is Stargirl, and now he created the show for her because he's a big, big wing in uh, DC now. The but, internet uh, has been abuzz with good feedback about this show, but the problem is I don't trust the internet because they will literally <laughs> suck off anybody at any time for anything. So Stop you need to tell to me. The well, it's it's a CW show, well, so keep that in a mind. Fair caveat, but it's. I'm not going to say more edgy than the typical CW show, but it does not pull as many punches as normal Like Black CW Lightning shows. edgy? No, I mean, people die in it. Like, mm. they're just, like, people just die. Like, uh, that, that happens sometimes, but, like, people you think are main characters uh, and then sometimes uh, teenagers just, yeah, they just kill them off. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's cool because it it does a lot of this like old school nerdery stuff. So basically it starts with the Justice Society of America, which was around since the 40s in comics, which was pretty awesome. Um, so Starman, who has this magical staff. Now, hold on. Is, that is this the Starman that was like an image comics thing back in the day? <clears throat> Uh, I don't like know. blue outfit, like a starfish on his chest. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I used to get these out of the cat turd bin at the comic store near our college. Yeah, th so the and yeah, we call it the cat turd bin forever. for very literal reasons. <laughs> yeah, they had cat turds all it over. It really did because there was a cat that lived in the store. Yeah, it, it's Starman. I was surprised to see that. It's actually played by Joe McHale. So -uh. the first <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. They have Joe McHale. They brought in Lou Ferrigno Jr. to play uh, Our Man. I didn't even know that was a thing. Which is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, so they're bringing in... Well, I guess it's a Marvel property, but they're bringing in all... And, the, and of course, one of the main characters is uh, Luke Wilson, a uh, friend of the show, Owen Wilson's brother. Let's <laughs> finish. I, that's not true. Uh, they do have some people. <laughs> no, they are show. brothers. <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty cool. I mean, the basic storyline is the JSA gets um, destroyed by the 
uh, Injustice Society of America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what you see what they did there? Mm-hmm. They took justice and put in in front it's of like it. It's like the opposite. It the opposite. So clever. <laughs> yeah. So um, now the JSA is no more. And now the ISA, Injustice Society of America, is kind of um, gone into hiding to plan something, and nobody know. And uh, the only remaining person is Luke Wilson's character, and he's kind of trying to track them down to see what they're planning. Um, so he uh, eventually comes across um, this uh, Amy Smart, who I haven't seen in a while. Whoa, Perfect. she's one like yeah. last I read, she was just a yoga yeah. instructor. Yep, Amy Smart. I it. love Amy Smart. I just watched her episodes of Scrubs recently, and I've forgotten how madly in love with her I was. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's strange to see her as like a mom of a teenager. It's so weird know, to me because right? I'm used to seeing her as a teenager. Yeah, yep. or That's barely north of that. Yeah, yeah. So this is like weird rollover. So Luke Tasty Wilson and Amy life. Smart are married, and uh, Amy Smart has a daughter from a previous marriage. Uh, who is Stargirl, or becomes Stargirl. And kind of during the f- four episodes, she's tr- uh, finding out some crazy stuff is going on in this, like, uh, like really rural town that they've all moved to. So, And she's trying to rebuild the JSA from uh, scratch by finding, you know, other high schoolers to join her. Nice. But uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's not as sappy... As a lot of the CW superhero shows, it's not as uh, dark or morose as some of the other CW. It kind of hits the middle ground on all those. So it's not dark and morose as Arrow, and it's not sappy as Supergirl. Correct. So The Flash, I would say the same thing about. Yeah, it's definitely geared toward, like, maybe a teenage girl, (laughs) maybe, but it doesn't, it still can be enjoyed by, I think, most everybody. I'm looking forward to giving this one a shot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the Luke Wilson, ha- uh, his he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a mechanic, and he drives a sweet like 1950s Chevy, and he, also a, a giant robot that he drives. Well, like you do. Yeah. So yeah, check it. Out. I I liked it. Uh, first episode's pretty good. After that, they get continually better, in my opinion. So I liked it. Nice. Good stuff. Nice. I'll go next. <clears throat> um, so all I've all I've really watched on TV was I finished up Community uh, today. Actually, I watched the last episode, and I finally have closure ish. Still haven't got the and a movie, but you know, aw, t- only time will tell. Um, but I haven't watched much, listened much. I haven't gamed much other than the regular stuff. So my docket this week. Is woodworking. <laughs> woodworking. Woodworking was on my docket this week. I bought a grill. I haven't had a grill for two years because I the, my last two grills, I bought one of those big enclosed stainless steel grills. And, of course, the burners on these things, if you don't spend $700, just rot out in a year. So then I bought an electric grill, which almost burned my house down. Uh, it, it was a raging fire after using it like three times. And so it's been a couple of years since I've had a grill and I didn't want to go out and buy just another garbage enclosed grill that I have to replace the burners every year. And, uh, I was at a, we have a, a sportsman outdoors store that's opened up. I think I got that right. Right. Is that what it's called? Sportsman outdoors. What's it? 
it's yes. a sporting goods store that's not about tight. It's not all tight spandex and jogging. So you just have racing equipment. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, you go to Dick's Sporting Goods and it's like kayaks and jogging. You know what I mean? Uh, you go to the, I mean, even uh, Dunham's has said, we're not going to carry guns anymore. I'm like, you know, you're in Indiana, right? Because there's a lot of hunting here. So, but this place is all about like camping, hunting, and fishing. And I was very happy. It opened an old staples. And so we just went in there to take a look around and they had these uh, camp chefs grills that are basically just these like round, like, like hardcore burners, like the kind of thing you do like a turkey oil, uh, turkey fry over. Um, but they've like, oh, here's a two burner version, a three burner version, one burner. And they have all these accessories. They feel like here's a grill box that you can put over two burners. Here's a grill box. You can put over three burners. Here's a griddle that you can put like, it's almost like it's modular, you know? And so I was like, looking at something, you know, for the price that I would spend on a grill where the burners would rot out after a year, here I can get something that I can do multiple things with. So we bought a, <clears throat> a three burner one and a, uh, with a grill box, cover two thirds of it. And then an open burner that I bought this really, really nice griddle, like big griddle to go over. And I, in the last week, have been grilling right crazy. But the thing is, it came with four legs because it's camp grill. It's portable. You know, you can strip it down. You sit on a mm-hmm. picnic table, there whatever. Are four legs. But it had four legs. And oh, to man. move it, like, it's not like there's nowhere for the propane tank to sit. So you have to have like three, like two people to move this. And one of them is holding like half of the grill and a propane tank in the other hand. And I said, this won't do. So <clears throat> I'd recently cleaned up the garage and reorganized all of my tools, which had gone two years undone because of like my shoulder issues. You know, I had the surgery on my neck and spine back in, what was it, October or whatever. But now I'm like realizing, oh, wait, I'm capable again and I want to do things. So I reorganized my tools in my garage, moved everything around. And I was like, I want to make a thing. This is a perfectly viable thing. So I made <clears throat> on this past Sunday from scratch with just scrap wood that I had laying around in my wood loft and sitting sadly in the backyard waiting to get cleaned up and not be an eyesore. <clears throat> and I put together a a rolling cart that this grill can sit on top of and it holds a propane tank. And I left room because for like 110 bucks, I can get an artisan pizza oven <laughs> that Do goes it. on top of this thing. And so I'm like, all right, so I can take the grill box, put it down here and put the pizza oven up and I can swap them out. So I got a spot right there that's like the perfect dimensions to fit that pizza oven, which I've never wanted to build one. But now that I know I can buy one for 110 bucks, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's next on my list, baby. I'm going to get that thing. So, yeah, I basically in a day I slapped together a pretty durable cart out of like spare two by fours. I had an old like an old uh, like truck dolly. That was kind of broken down and bent, so I kind of repurposed it and built it around that rather than try to, like, run an axle with wheels through the thing. I'm like, well, this thing's already put together, so I just attached it all to that, so that's kind of, like, the base that it's built on. It works great. It's steady as hell. There is no wind that would be able to topple this thing. (laughs) It is so balls heavy. And as I was putting it together the whole time, I'm not someone who does a dramatic amount of planning when I woodwork. I learned woodworking. I mean, yeah, I I grew up watching my grandpa, who was like a master craftsman, but I really learned woodworking in high school doing like stage craft, which was, you know, it needs to look good enough to not be looked at as crappy from 60 plus feet away. (laughs) You know, there's no craftsmanship to it. It's just structural. So I don't do a lot of planning. So this is all very slapdash and hacked together. 
And the whole time I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then I got done. I looked at it. I'm like, hey, half bad. I'm really happy with my results. So I've been grilling all week long. And yeah. it is nice to be back amongst the suburban barbecuing elite again. That's my docket for this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I deserve that. <laughs> so, Mike. How many splinters did you get? Yay. Docket me. Well, usually I'm the one who's not doing a whole lot, but this week, Roll. my uh, son had a birthday, <clears throat> and we <clears throat> had a party for the boys, and we decided to take our new uh, television out to the garage and set it up out there for the boys and play some xbox and they got to run around do some water stuff i like it, it how they're like fun. we have a television so, and it's in a room but we're not letting the boys in here so go stick in the garage yeah no because they were the doing the water <laughs> stuff they wanted a water balloon fight and all that stuff so around after the TV. they so you take wet, the tv to the water the house balloon, not so much yeah so we did the garage thing and actually it was it was a lot of fun and um Anyway, it had it gave me an opportunity to pull out all of my old games that I've bought and never played. <laughs> nice. So Mike hit the pile I of shame. To, what's that? You hit your pile of shame. Yeah, right. Yeah, pile of shame for sure. I've had this game for years, never even touched it. Um, so I pulled out my Spider-Man Web of Shadows ah, <laughs> oh, on wow. Xbox and uh, popped it in, and it was fun. Or it is fun. I'm still playing it. Actually. I don't even so. remember Web of Shadows. I don't either. Uh, this is like 2009 ish. Yeah. So we would have huh. had. You would have been past the. Uh, um. The um. The, oh, what's his nuts? The first Spider-Man. Can't think of his Toby name. Toby McGuire. Yeah, it would have been Toby McGuire. Post Toby McGuire, oh, but probably pre. I don't I recall. Was, I don't recall any of them actually having the likenesses of the actors. But yeah, like no, no, no. Huh. Those it, would have been it, like it, the, it the original Xbox era. You're talking about 360 era. 360, yes. Yeah, it is a 360 game. Um, and, and actually, the Peter Parker's kind of annoying. The voice actor. Oh really? <laughs> is that the one where you're one. leaping from building top to building top rather than swinging around the city? Uh, there was a Spider-Man no, game a... that came out after those original Xbox games where you were doing like the full-on swinging through New York City, and it was amazing. Um, yeah, this one's uh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, not, well, I mean, I mean there, were, there was one that came graphics, out was like, now so. just enjoy jumping from building top to building top, and it's too foggy, and you can't go anywhere near the ground. And I was like, why did we regress on this? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This not that. way cooler than okay. that. Yeah. No, no, no. A lot of flexibility. I, picked, I mean, the reason it was fun for me is... I, I, it seems like games nowadays, I mean, there's so much to learn and, you know, and, and it's it's almost too daunting for me, you know, yeah. to pick this up. And this is why I don't game more than I do. I'm but sure that's the only this one is This one is one of those. And good games, and you guys know this because you guys, you guys play game, or game way more than me. A good game trains you, you know, along the way and, and you know, along the path so that you gain new skills. So that you don't have to do an hour-long tutorial and then forget all of it yes. immediately thereafter. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So they ha it has cool side missions. You get to meet a lot of people. I, right now, I've met Luke Cage and uh, oh. dealing with him. And then I can't. There's another one that I'm unfamiliar with. I can't remember. Well, it's a Spider-Man game, game but... so Electro had to be somewhere in the first ten minutes. <laughs> or not Electro. Not Electro. The Shocker. Yeah, yeah Sh Shocker. Either one. Yeah. Oven Mitt Man. No, uh, Wolverine. Supposedly, I'm going to meet Wolverine along the way. Oh wow, so. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Was so it Daredevil? Did you meet Daredevil? I have not met Daredevil, but I am uh, chasing Wilson Fisk right now. So. Did you meet Moon Knight? 
Moon Knight, yeah, that's the one guy. I have met him. Oh, yes. cool. <laughs> I, just, he, I just met him. That's why I couldn't remember Crazy Batman? So, okay, the most recent Spider-Man game had you chasing Wilson Fisk in like the first five minutes. Yep. Yeah, no, this one I beat up a lot of street thugs first so I can learn my craft. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm chasing Wilson Fisk. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You know, they just gotcha. announced the next Spider-Man game uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's literally called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, yes, I did hear <laughs> Which this. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah, a yeah. really stupid title. I get that they want to differentiate it from the last Spider-Man game, but why do you... I mean, it's like, well, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. It's just a dumb name for a Spider-Man game. But <clears throat> there's been a lot of confusion because, you know, it's it's... It's like PS5 is marketed with the PS5 official announcements and everything, but then they're also saying, like one of the Sony execs this morning said, well, it's really more of an expansion. And some people say, well, it's really more of a remaster with expansion, blah, blah, blah. And then by this afternoon, all these game press going, okay, it's not a remaster or an expansion, but it's the same engine, and also it's a whole new standalone story. Also, they didn't really upgrade anything. Like, no one, and we don't even know if it's a PS5 exclusive. Huh. So it's not a sequel know, to the first PS4 one. I think it's going to be directly from what I can glean from all the miasma of misinformation right now. It looks like it will be directly related because you know you have the Miles Morales scenes in the PS4 one, but he's not yeah. Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Well, I know I haven't gotten that far yet, <laughs> but initially he isn't. So this game is just going to be is apparently going to be predominantly about him, but. Either way, Mike, I mean, you guys know about more of this than I do. I mean, is this like the first departure from a Peter Parker Spider-Man? Is that what they're no, doing here? No. So, Mike, I <laughs> don't know. That's what I'm asking. No, I'm, I'm going to explain. I'm going to I'm going to comic. I'm going to nerd explain real mm -hmm. quick. You ready? Bring it. All right. So, the, the, back in the day, there were two storylines. There was the regular Marvel, like Spider-Man, and then there was the Ultimate Spider-Man, which was in a different universe. Or different world or whatever. So the ultimate timeline, that Peter Parker died, but um, Miles Morales also got bit by a spider and took up, kind of took up the mantle of Spider-Man. Yeah, initially in the ultimate timeline, it was actually more like the Tobey Maguire films and the fact that he became Spider-Man in high school. Yes. Yeah, so they went back to Peter kind Parker of the, did. Yeah. So they kind of retconned, I guess, the movie into whatever. Well, I guess in the original he was in... Uh, was he in college? Ultimate came before the movie. When the movie came out, everybody was comparing it to Ultimate. Yeah, original, yeah. I believe he was in college. Yeah, so Ultimate was super popular. Uh, Miles Morales has been a, a pretty popular character for a while now. Uh, but now they've merged both universes uh, together in a giant event that happened a while back. So now Miles Morales and, from the Ultimate Universe... Is hanging around with Peter Parker from the original Marvel Universe, I suppose. So there you go, Mike. Does that make it? There you go. That explains everything, right? I guess. <laughs> I'm, but sure, they, I'm not sure that answered the question about the game, but no, the game's <laughs> totally different. I just wanted to. Either way, the the PS4. Mind. If you're enjoying that Spider-Man game, by the time you finish. You might be able to get a PS4 or Xbox, or it's only on PS4. It's not on Xbox One. You might be able to get PS4 really cheap. And mm -hmm. that Spider-Man game, I played like 10 hours of it at Labor Day at Garrick's house, and I've been continuously playing it little in spurts. I bought a copy for myself afterwards. I'm like, this is legit as balls. Yeah. And the Game of the Year edition is really cheap. Oh, Mike, there's a uh, a character called Silk who got bit by the same 
spider that Peter Parker did too. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm somewhat familiar <laughs> with that character, but not just, just from I don't know, reading on the internet. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Spider-Man's Mike B. Gaming. Howie. My turn. Yep. Well, um, I picked up a, uh, started watching a couple episodes of a new series on Amazon called Ooh. Tales from the Loop. From the Loop. Have, you, have any of you heard of this? I've been to the Loop in Chicago. Is it like Tales from the Crypt? It's. Is there a Loop Keeper? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> is, he ha- is he half Loop? Uh, but it is. Uh, it takes place in a fictional town in Ohio where Weird. Uh, the. Uh, the Loop is a facility, underground facility, oh. where they uh, do experiment, experimental uh, physics. They smash kind of like the Hadron Large Hadron Collider. Oh, I've never, I haven't seen inside the Loop really. So CERN yet, but Ooh. basically, it's um, teasing you. It is a science, definitely a sci-fi because uh, things out of out of these experiments and stuff happen. Yeah. So it's really surrounding this town. Uh, I'm only a couple couple episodes in. uh, And it's, it's, it's a very interesting show. It's like they do more by showing than telling. Okay. That's good. That's good. Which I would say that it has probably, 40% 40% or more less dialogue. 40% less dialogue. So it's kind of a quiet show in that regard. Yes. Okay. Um, Is it Shyamalanian? Uh, I, it's too early to tell. Okay. Uh, but don't watch this when you're tired. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is a legit a piece of advice. I've said the same thing about some M Night Shyamalan films. Yeah. Don't watch him tired. But watch it when you Kubrick. Wanna, when don't you, watch Kubrick tired. Yeah, yeah, it's or just don't watch Kubrick. This is yeah. a great show so far. This is a great show to sit down and just relax. It's not. It's not a high volume show, so you're just along watching this. Uh, these things happen, uh, and it's quite intriguing because you you. It's kind of a, a social, well, not social. It, it's it's more of like a human experiment, not experiment. Social experiment. Human social experiment. No, it's uh, kind of like how The Walking Dead was like. These are humans in in this, this situation. In situation, yeah. and you know what's how do they deal with the human side of things? And so it's it's kind of like that in that regards, but. Not like The Walking Dead in any way, really. Uh, so they don't fake die under a dumpster? Yet? N- yet. Yeah, fair enough. Yet. Fair enough. But, man, I it's... The first step... <laughs> the first episode, I'm like, wow. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but I'm... I'm following the story from what they're telling me, but I'm like really intrigued. You know intrigued. there's more to it. Yeah, I'm really yeah. intrigued with what's going on, and then it kind of really flips. Not, It's not like a... Not like a M Night Shyamalan like oh gotcha yeah flip twist but um, <laughs> it, it's it's a really kind of a neat a neat story and then the next the next episode kind of deals with a lot of the same people and and 
it's it's another kind wonder, of thing that you're like, wow, okay, this is kind of between you and Garrick talking about all these weird new series that you guys start. I wonder if my wife and I actually had any similar interests if I would watch way more shows. <laughs> is that revealing? Just, is that too revealing? I mean, we did watch, watch, we watch The Curse it, right? of Civil War Gold, but we ran out of episodes. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty well. No, I'm pretty sure your wife wouldn't like this show. But oh, I, it can't happen on her front lawn. She doesn't like it. Um, but it's it's got a it's got an old feel to it, like um, the '80s. You, it feels more like late '60s, early '70s, maybe. But that no one's really. It's not necessarily set in that era, but it's got that sort of yeah. Feel. Okay. I feel like there are some shows that take advantage of old techniques to almost it like old like like even like a slight bit of like video film grain and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes soundtrack tropes, uh, and sometimes even all the way down to like the grip and camera work. And I feel like it's not always because they're trying to say this is the time period is taking place. Sometimes it's almost to try to trick you into feeling like you're more cut off. In whatever's happening, like you don't have well, a, a cell phone or the internet at your at the palm of your hands, like it, it gives like instills this feeling of of beforeness. Yeah, and and they're definitely playing on that as far as like everybody, you know, you're, you're supposed to work at the Loop. That's the place that you go to work. Yeah, there's nothing outside this town. You don't go anywhere. They have a Dairy Queen. So I haven't seen a Dairy Queen. What the hell? How does it not have but, a Dairy Queen? Um, it, it, it has this really small town it's got a subway, feel right? to it, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so th th there's nothing outside of working at like the doing like mill work or, or some kind of factory, yeah, uh, or working at the Loop, and everybody wants to work at the Loop because that's the place you want to go. And yeah. so there's, you know, there's in this one scene they're really trying to pressure their son into working at the Loop, and he kind of want to, and, the, and then there's other family with their son and they're saying yeah you you don't have what it takes man you gotta you gotta work over here kind yeah. of thing so um that sounds interesting it, it's i'm gonna tell you what i'm very very interested i would have watched more episodes um but one i'm not sure if my wife wants to watch more or not so i gotta figure it out and then <laughs> we watch stuff kind of late so it's hard to find that right time where you can watch it and not fall asleep and not fall asleep yep so that's, um, it, that's the same reason why I never finished Halt and yeah. Catch Fire because I would get sleepy every time I watched it. it but it's so it's beautiful. It, 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 like the imagery and then um, I'll bring up this picture for you, Corey, so you can see it. Haha, <laughs> suckers! You guys can't. Uh, what's going on? I didn't eat it. Take me to Amazon. I said, show me a picture bigger. It's got I'm sorry, I did not understand that command. Yeah. Well, I'll show you later. Here's a picture of big wieners. What? What? But, uh, yep, big wieners. That's Siri oh. for you. Am I right? All right. Have you seen my wiener? Gentlemen, that means time yeah. for some news. I'm sorry. One thing I did forget to mention is this: the actual show is based on... This artist's work of, of the same title, tale, same title, Tales of Loop. So the, these stories are based on this artwork. Oh, some this, guy came up with like a like a visual 
Like yeah. he, he had like a, like a like a like a almost he's telling a story through his art. That's cool. And I so like I love crap like so that. The, so there's no real actual story. It scripted. leaves it all up to interpretation, exactly. but it, it plants enough seeds to make you start piecing things together. Yeah, that's cool. I love stuff like that. I've never heard of it. Let's check it out. I'm gonna check that out. Well, you know who else is an artist, guys? Who else is an artist? A true guy? Is it Henry Cavill artist. <laughs> the Witcher. A true cinematic artist. The Witcher. Brian Johnson. Oh no! But he is. What Ryan Johnson? Where's my Ike? <laughs> I believe Brian that Johnson was my Ike this just week, now. boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so has anybody heard about this Ryan Johnson story? Yeah, I can. Uh, Eric had not. I heard that Knives Out was really popular, and, and people well, heard lots of Ryan that's Johnson. That's not it. Howie, have you heard anything about Ryan Johnson still. this week? No. Okay, so supposedly. Um, there's been a leak on the internet this week about Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. Finally. Now, whether or not it's being made, who knows? We still don't know that. But some of the details <laughs> have been leaked. Mike's having a great time. You guys are going to love this shit. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Han okay, Solo so take all of this with a grain of salt because, again, it's rumors and, and leaks and all that crap. And I suppose if you... If you're still hopeful that there's a Ryan Johnson trilogy and you don't want to have anything spoiled for you, maybe it's a good time to turn away. <laughs> if you believe okay, that. so the new any let me want to venture any guesses as to what the new trilogy may be based around. Um, anyway, Ewoks with brain implants. Nope. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's a good guess, but Broom no. Boy Porgs. Broom Boy! Nuh uh, for what? real? <laughs> oh my god. It will be the exploits of Broom Boy. Broom Boy and the Porgs? Training Pords? under one Ray Skywalker. Broom Boy yes. and the Motor I want Pords. the Ryan the Johnson new, cut. The new Ryan Johnson <laughs> Release the RJ cut. Oh man. Supposedly is going to center around Broom Boy. Oh I'd watch god. the Snyder cut of Broom Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just watch it so just to see you. his mustache CG'd out. <laughs> all you guys who are pining and hoping and praying that there will be a Ryan Johnson trilogy, that's what you have to look for. Everybody walked out of out of uh out of that movie going, you know what I really want to know more about <laughs> was that kid that shovels horse manure and can call brooms to him. <laughs> no, I served with the plot in none ways. I uh, I so want this to be true in the worst way. I really do. Um, so, at the same time. So theoretically. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go I was going to say, theoretically, in Celebration is still happening, I guess. They haven't canceled it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I keep it's, hearing different things. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple months away. So would they announce it then? <laughs> no, no, because they don't okay. have anything. This is rumors, right? Right. So yes. We don't know for yes, sure. Totally. No, Are they no. going to announce anything? Because this okay, this sounds so like I, it was, it was date of Mando season two. I mean, I, this in terms it, of Ryan Johnson's trilogy, I think we're at the same place that we were months ago. Because even if you're that, a, a Last Jedi fan, is this going to excite you? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if you're a Last Jedi fan at this point, here comes an accusation, everybody. If you are a self-proclaimed fan of The Last Jedi, anything will excite you. <laughs> anything. 
as long as the fandom menace is upset by it, you will touch your nipples until you climax. Guaranteed. No, what'd be cool is if Broom Boy became evil because they let all the space horses out, but all the kids had to stay in. So he gets pissed. Yeah. He doesn't have a job because all the space horse bunnies are gone. See, that's the Anakin story we wanted to see. Yeah. And he basically becomes a reincarnation of Darth Bane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like it. All right, it so if he now. does that, I'd be all in. All in. I mean, okay, so when he first started talking about this trilogy, if you guys remember back then when it was still a thing, I mean, he kept saying things like, I want it to be in a different time period and completely divorced from the Skywalker Lie. and all that stuff. So it, it, <laughs> I guess I have a hard time believing, even though I don't believe this is happening in, in the least. It's just not going to happen. But even if it were, it's hard for me to believe that that's the story he wants to tell. <laughs> Literally, because... you'd be better off with a completely new character with no exposition whatsoever than shackling yes. yourself to such a meaningless character in a meaningless film. That's that's <laughs> that's for like novels or comics. Come yeah, on. yeah. It's really a rookie move. <laughs> I hope it's not true. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to tell I, I you right now, hey, guys, you ready? I don't care if it's true. Yeah, I sort of don't either. Yep. <laughs> That's Honestly, a sad place to be. I, I, I've i come to a place now with Star Wars where I'm just I'm just having to accept things the way that they are. Yep. I guess like I am with a lot of things. Yep. With Star Wars, I am the facts of life theme. You take the good, yeah, you take, take the, the good, bad, you take them both, and then you have Star yeah. Wars is meh. Star Wars <laughs> is meh. That's sad to say, but it's entirely true. I mean, I, I'll say Mando is absolutely high craftsmanship, and yeah, there are other right. things in Star Wars that are way, but as long as there's even the possibility of someone not denying that Ryan Johnson has anything to do with the franchise, it's like, oh, well, some of it sucks then. Yeah, again, I the, the rumor isn't so much that his trilogy is happening. It's more what that it was going to be a leak. Yeah, that had it happened. This was where, where the direction he was going to go. Yeah. But, yeah I don't well, know. it would it would at least but... make sense why he planted such a fetid, unwatered seed into such a dried out peat bed where it could never grow anyway but you can make scotch from pete did you ever think of that not when it's dried that's out true. my friend that's really true mm. <laughs> oh man a salted oh, peat my, bed if you will oh my star wars <laughs> oh my star wars and garden the worst, wars mike that was Our, terrible have, the, have you started getting comics by the way my comic store hasn't gotten any past issues no they stopped distributing them for like months yeah they're just now and getting i guess back my expectation it. was that all those back issues would trickle in but i went in last week and i was talking to the gal there and she's like our shipments are super super scant in that yeah um, the past stuff they keep saying that they're gonna trickle in but she has her doubt <laughs> yeah they're not it's like oh my gosh i feel like the comic book industry is like i mean this is like the last God game. forbid yeah. you try to seize on the opportunity of people having extra time on their hands. <laughs> you would think, <sighs> but well, we had to close those stores down. 
Yeah. So yeah, but they're they open again in mo- in most states. Like so. they, they were they were saying early when they were talking about closing everything that you could buy a digital copy and they would give you a voucher to go into your Never. store to get the paper copy Never later. Never. I'm like, how would that even work? First of all, no, that's not happening. But they were they because were we so don't understand business. <laughs> No, it's totally not. And obviously that's true because, like I said, I went in for back issues and no, it's not happening. They might issue reprints, I guess, later for the more popular ones. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's I got to admit, by the way, I mean, I've tried other comics. Comics are not good right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're just not good. I've tried a couple different titles. Hmm. I've tried a new Wolverine title. I I can barely get through stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. The art's not great. Yeah, the art's... And I'm like, huh? What are we doing here? I don't know. I've been asking you boys that for a long time. Even more so now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, now. They've had some good stuff coming out, but I don't know. I'm sad because I, you know, (laughs) I've really just kind of gotten into this last, you know, four or five years and. Well, my that Mike, that means you're going through land. you're going through what every lifelong comic fan goes through every four or five years, <laughs> right. where everything just dries up and turns to crap, and you literally are asking if there's anyone actually at the helm right now, and the answer is almost always no. They're drunk and high. <laughs> and then eventually they'll fade into obscurity. Someone else will get hired and there'll be some new energy squeezed into it for six months to a year. Then they'll die out. Someone will come in and lift it up for three to four years. And then the whole thing happens again. Well, let's reboot the timeline. There you That's go. Obvious. Just, okay, let's spread out timeline. Wait, no, let's bring the timeline back together. Wait, no, spread it out again. Okay, multiverse. No, wait, slam it all into one. Wait, is there a major character we can kill off we haven't killed off in the last year? Hmm, Let's see. I'm pretty sure we've got my this dartboard. Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. That's how it works. Anyway, moving along, HBO Max in the news this week. Oh, God, I'm so tired hearing about HBO. <laughs> to the HBO streaming part three. Oh, man. There's nothing else in the news, man. What can I say? Uh, we are in weird times. Nothing more. Man. There's nothing else in the entertainment you know, news. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to not do news sometimes. Oh, man. Howie just hiked down his pants and well, took a shite you know, all we over. Do, we do live in the dumbest time in history. That's true. That's well, true. And uh, this HBO Max Every day story, I think, more and qualifies more for, for that very label. So here we go. So HBO Max uh, has caught um, some heat this week uh, because, as you know, as we talked about a week or two ago, HBO Max um, is the new version of HBO where they have licensed out a lot more content that is not their own. So they've got their library and they're going to be pulling in other uh, material, for example, DC. They're, they've got the license for Friends now and a lot of other stuff, right? It's all stuff that we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, people have come to find out this week that uh, the DC content that is uh, posted to HBO Max not going to stay there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be rotated in and out. So for those that were hoping, like uh, Disney, you know, on their Disney Plus, pretty much everything is there. You know, it's supposedly not going anywhere. Well, that's not going to be the case with HBO Max. They are going to rotate things in and out. And uh, 
Looks like you're just not you're not gonna always have access to the things that you think you're gonna have access to with a premium fifteen dollar a month service. So I don't dum da dum 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 dum. I don't know how they survive this. I don't know who's making the decisions over there. Simple HBO doesn't make enough content to cover the spread, so they're gonna have the same temporary licensing agreements that Netflix yeah, like everybody else, that Netflix right? has had. And that's one of the reasons why Netflix actually started there was a time where Netflix was being questioned whether or not they had longevity because they started right. putting most of their money into original series, but it hadn't paid off yet. And right. during that time, people are going, wait a minute. How did you just remove like 60 movies this month and replace it with one or two that came out seven years ago? Like that's when the movies on Netflix started drying up completely. Now they've come back somewhat, but now Netflix has got tons of original content right. uh, that right. they can bank on. But there was a time where they didn't. HBO, to my knowledge, has not been looking to increase their investment into original content. I feel no. like I feel like they've already felt like they were the kings in the game and didn't realize that they got lapped by like three or four the other stuff, services. The stuff that they had their paws into here of late has all fallen through, like Game of Thrones, prequels, and all kinds right of stuff. Right now they've oh, got yeah. a few like 30-minute like dark comedies that are doing pretty well, but on that you cannot fund a network. <laughs> no. Barry. Well, and what makes me laugh about this is that it's they're charging a premium price. Right? Exactly. I mean, if, if, they were, if they were offering this for four ninety nine a month, I mean, all day. That's a no you know, brainer. But at twelve, thirteen bucks, fourteen bucks a month, it's like, nah, that's nope. okay. You're not Never worth mind. it. Yeah, yeah. Get good, so, HBO. Yeah. And, and the DC. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is the DC stuff is what they've been using to pimp. Yep. The new channel out is like hey look we got all the dc stuff and everybody's like oh it's gonna be like disney where i get all the marvel stuff nope yep i can go there anytime and watch any dc no sorry nope you gotta time it just right we have a vault have fun nope you gotta go (laughs) by the dc streaming service as an accompaniment yeah to this right (laughs) and that may be part of this actually garrick and i were talking before we we went on i mean the fact that that dc has their own streaming service probably you know is playing into this um equation in some way probably you know, should be a they, giant red flag right exactly <laughs> so yeah it's just funny to me that they're trying to charge premium uh, this is just going to be a huge fail i mean it's, as uh, much as we we there have been times where we've comp- understandably well we've been understandable but complained about like the netflix marvel properties like daredevil and all that and luke cage that we're going to go into obscurity because they were partially owned by Netflix or, you know what I mean? Even though they're partially owned by Disney. And so we're like, well, this sucks because all this is going to end. But part of that is Disney going, no, we're not going to be licensing, at least in the U.S., we're not going to be licensing out our content going forward. We're pulling it all in to give you unfettered access to it. And that's part of what makes the Disney Plus subscription attractive. It's like it's there and we're not considering taking it away once it's there they might that could change you know but right now it's disney kind of like trying to realize that the vault thing doesn't work anymore meanwhile you've got companies like hbo that they have no choice because they don't own anything compared on that scale on that scale right and so 
They're just like, all right, uh, what, what, what do, you, what, what do you give me for three months for this much? What, 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 what can we give for six months for this? And it's just they're going back. And it's like, folks, that's seven years ago, crap. I mean, yeah. we're all kind of moving past that. You got to catch up. Start we've buying each other up. Times because uh, I mean, we've got all these streaming services now offering a whole bunch of different stuff, and they're all vying and competing. And I mean, I guess at the end of the day, that's good news for the consumer because. I mean, all this is going to do is drive prices down. Hopefully, at some point. You know, but will it, or will people like, or will organizations like HBO keep thinking they're worth the highest amount of all these services per month? If they're subscribe, I mean, if they're not making their money, it's I mean, all if they're not covering- so arbitrary, not arbitrary, but artificial. The value, because I mean, it's no longer about supply and demand, because the supply is nearly infinite with incremental cost increase. It's just about artificially setting a price to try to maximize profits regardless of demand. Now, granted, I mean, if yes people so won't no. buy I mean, it, will for, they lower the price? No, they're just going to make for, HBO another name. Instead of now go and max, it'll be HBO uh, most. I don't know. Extreme. I, mean, I think the arbitrary pricing may be true in the case of like Disney, but I don't think so much in the case of HBO Max because they're still licensing things and – for example, licensing Friends, which is a hugely popular series, that's going to be expensive as hell for them. I know, but think about so it. If think they're not about getting it. subscriptions, you're going to go to gonna... HBO to watch Friends. That just yeah, sounds like the dumbest thing. On... Now, granted, I'm demanding HBO go through an evolution, right? But I don't. When I say that, it's hard for me to think HBO going to 90 sitcoms. Is an evolution for HBO, who's been out, who's been years, excuse me, streets ahead of that for a long time. But you're right. It's valuable. I mean, someone with a spreadsheet figured out they moneyballed this. (laughs) Moneyball. It just doesn't seem from a branding perspective to have that much value. So I don't I don't I feel like they're all over the place with this. Yeah, I don't I not. High hopes for HBO Max, but mm. like I said, I get it for free right now, so I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> if you took fifteen dollars every month for a year, you could buy all of Friends. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Even Ross. Even, Even Ross. Ross. He will come and do Captain <laughs> Sobel stuff at you. He'll make you eat spaghetti and run up a mountain. Oh. Yeah. Curry. Well, boys, that's all I had for news. Oh my gosh! Already, that means time for the park plug. <laughs> Wow, we got at least some porkins out of it. I don't know if y'all know this, but the Thurveth Quara has put mm. together the greatest road trip songs ever. Mm. And you should all be aware that going forward, each one of the following songs is excluded. Oh, no. From being able to be used in the Fly Casual Road Trip playlist. Oh. Starting at the bottom of the top list, Born to be Wild, Steppenwolf. Dang it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure duh. you're all, all sad about that. That's not even their best song. Right above that, I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash. Damn it. Dang it. He has been everywhere, mm. man. Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham, for those of you who are National Lampoon fans. Yeah. <laughs> Love Shack by the B-52s. It means, uh-huh. it means you're pregnant, y'all. 
Ten <laughs> years. Good show. Rested. Born to Run by Bruce Rested. Springsteen. Mm-mm. Little Red mm. Corvette by Prince. Because uh, it's got Corvette in the title. Where the Threes Have No Name by U2. <laughs> <laughs> the Grateful Dead's Truckin'. <laughs> Truckin'. Followed by Paul Simon's Graceland. Uh. And would anybody like to take a stab at the most popular road trip playlist song of all time? On the road again. Uh, mm. Party in the USA. On the road again. All all uh, respectable guesses, but also stupid and wrong, because the actual <laughs> answer is clearly Take It Easy by Eagles. Also, it says The Eagles, but some of us know better. <laughs> I don't even know that song. That's not even their best song. How do you not know Take It Easy? They're two different bands. Quit quit it, Howie. I'm not going to eat your bull crap right now. How do you not know Take It Easy? Take it easy. Take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own voice drive you crazy. Dear God, no. Pick it up while you still can. Are you kidding me? I don't think so. Because we'll um, never be here unless again. Unless you guys are performing it horribly. So when I was working in the theater, we had the same music for I, a year. And I, had wait, song on Mike there. is still saying he doesn't know the song. And Mike, I don't know if he's kidding. I, I, how I'm do you not, not know Take It Easy? Like, how can you not know it? But he sounds serious. So now I'm... I'm Next he's going to say, he's like, Sister Golden Hair what? I'm going to be like, what? my God. Wait, damn. what? Oh, it's twenty one thirteen. Oh God, dang it, Mike! What are you even? <laughs> the guy who plays the guitar doesn't know Eagles, man. You don't even Eagle. I know that song. I think I know that song. I, I think I, I don't believe you know. Do you know what an Eagle? I'm not is? a huge Eagles fan. You don't. Who's a hu- Who's a huge Eagles fan? Not the you know, dude. People, he people he effing hates the Eagles. <laughs> but I bet you he knows that song. But he loves he loves his Creedence tapes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the dude. Uh, Some CCR. The baby. dude abides. There you go. All right. Um, we got to roll for who goes. I was first. gonna say we need dice. I was just gonna say there's some right behind you in All the right, cabinet. I'll roll there. for those two oh, guys. Right. Thanks, buddy. Don't cheat. So, we're putting together the Fly Casual Road Trip playlist because as the states are slowly opening up, but you're still wanting to keep your social distance, one of the nice ways to spend some time and get out of the house is to get in the car and go. So we're putting together the ultimate road trip playlist. None of this has been planned. We have not reviewed each other's songs or submissions. It, that was a great catch on my part. In any way whatsoever, we are building this live. I think it went that way, didn't it? Oh, wow. It How did it end up over there? Hit this and roll back. Wow. Okay, here Did we go. Get- <laughs> Is it in my drink? Did it go back to you again? I don't know. I don't know where the. I'm going to end up eating a die at right, some point. All right, we got one die left. Oh, I see it. I got it. Um, so the goal of this is to put together a road trip playlist. Uh, I think probably in this case, uh, we don't have any requirements about it being family friendly. I would think, what if the four of us. Four middle-aged white dudes pile into a car. Gross. What's our ultimate road trip playlist going to be? The challenge, Can, of course, being you can't just throw on all, like, aggro numbers or all slow stuff because a playlist has got to have those peaks and valleys. It's got to build and it's got to sink, and it's got to build and it's got to sink, right? So it's to get the best transitions and everything, and we're doing it round robin. So 
every time someone names a song, the next person's going to be like, oh, crap. Uh, uh, and then find what's the perfect song to follow that up. So, spoiler, we're going to fail miserably, but we're going to give it the old college try. And hopefully by the end of this, we're going to have a legit playlist that you could build of, on your Spotify or whatever of at least 12 songs. Of 12 songs. Yeah, we're going for 12 songs. Unless for some reason that goes by like lightning, we'll go more. I highly doubt it because I know us. Yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna grab this dice. I'm gonna roll for Mike first. All right, Mike what? is. I'm not sure what oh, that you means. Got one over what there. Rolling to what, see what who goes the, first. What is oh, the end result? Mike rolled a six, okay. and he oh, didn't even know the six. Eagles. Okay. Okay. So does that mean I? No, not, you to... do nothing yet. You got. You gotta wait just... to see if there's a tie. Yeah. I understand that, but I don't know if a six is. <laughs> I rolled a two. Or, it's or not golf, Mike. Come first. on. All right. Did you, that for Garrick or you? <laughs> that was me. I rolled right. a two for me. I'm rolling for Garrick. Okay. Oh, I'll roll for Garrick. For Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy dice a pair of shoes. Garrick rolled a three. Damn. All right. How you got to roll for yourself? He rolled a zero because it fell off the table. Four. Four. So Mike's Mike. kicking us Wait, off. Wait, you got a two or three? Two. I got a two. So Garrick got a three. So uh, Mike, me, Garrick, I, and then you. Oh, man. We're not going to go from like normal like introductory order. <laughs> I, what? Okay. okay, so does right. this is pretty throw. much the, that order. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a question here. Does this have to be road trip themed? It does not have to be road trip themed. However, that is always something that can add to. It. Yeah, I mean, it's a song. I'm gonna put it this way. I'll pick songs that I would like to hear on a road trip. Song, a song, and like for me, okay. it's like, all right, what's a song that I can see myself self wailing out at the top of my lungs with three other dudes in the car, and right. I'm not the only one doing it. Wait, <laughs> I picked the opposite of those songs. That's okay that because I if that's that. what you want, we we got to play off each other. We got to play off each okay. other. So this one is semi-themed and is a sing-along, but it's it's from a prog band. So we'll see what you guys think. Oh, Lord. Carry on my wayward son by Carry Kansas. on my wayward son. son. Dynamite There'll starting out when you are on the very first yeah. one. That is a killer start out. So sometimes, Mike, when I get in the car with the kid, she goes, yeah. she goes, Daddy, will you play the wayward son song? Because I used to play it all the time because I was watching Supernatural a lot. <laughs> and that song is a major part of that series. And I actually figured out one day when I started my new job, I was like, I'm close to home. I want to know exactly how far from the office I am. And I'm like, I'm going to time myself. And I forgot to look at the clock. But as I was pulling out of the parking lot, I hit play on Carry On My Wayward Son. And I arrived home. I pulled in the driveway just as the last note ended. So I am <laughs> nice. one carry on my wayward son <laughs> from, from work. work. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that is a perfect start to a road trip playlist. He was getting, I was getting all nervous. He's like, I was kind of proud. Man, 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 man. <laughs> no, it's just wayward son is what it is. Yeah, man. Carry on. Oh, uh, Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Classic. All right, Howie, you've got a tough one to follow up. Carry on my way over time. Long, and it's also got heavy hits, but it's—I mean—it's also—it's got some it's a couple so of soft classic, spots. Though, even though it's progressive and long, yeah, you can listen to every piece of it and just you're just jamming the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a tough one because I had a couple in the chamber and I'm not sure. 
I know, dude. He threw he threw out a showstopper just to get the party started early. I know. Um, <laughs> so this one's this first one's a little too close to that. I want, but you know what? You know what? Again, out of the gates, even though Wayward Son is long. It's okay hitting that same kind of heavy on number two because you're trying to set expectations, right? Right. So you don't you don't have to you don't have to take a hard left or right after just saying Howie. Just saying. What does your heart tell you? My my heart's (laughs) telling me, "Sweet Home Alabama." Oh, Lord! All the girls are going to be drunk and dancing. (laughs) Sweet Home Alabama, a classic. That only got bigger after Forrest Gump came out. They're skinnered. Yep. You got to like that they're skinnered. Sweet Home Alabama is a really strong one. I, uh, I, there's not a lot of skinnered that I like, but I have found over the last few years, I've realized that there are uh, several that I enjoy, but I just don't know if any of them come out hitting like Sweet Home Alabama. All right. You know, no, yeah, there may be a Reese classic. Witherspoon name, movie named after it, and you know, like I said, every drunk college girl loves this song, but taint nobody can't enjoy "Sweet Home Alabama" singing it out or whatever. I feel like that's just that's it's it's a it's a a, a moving anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. five minutes long. So it's Garrick's. Garrick, you're up. Garrick. Okay. So how do, how does it, that ends? Pretty rocky, right? Is that rock? Rockish? Yeah, southern rock. Southern that is rock. Southern Rock, baby, mm-hmm. straight up. So, that, like, maybe mellow the mood out a little bit. So we just have a couple good songs. Maybe, um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> how about Turn the Page by Bob Seeger? Turn I like the Page. I like it, dude. Yeah. That's probably one of my all time favorite driving songs. Man, I want to driving at night. Bring that one up because I can't, for whatever reason I'm, I can't remember. Oh, I'm starting to remember it. Turn the page. Yeah, it's that's basically, a good it's one. Him singing about life on the road, man. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. That's all it's about. On the road again. It's semi. Yeah. It's yeah. somewhat melancholy, and it's, it's very. It's very. But it's still. It's, it's like still got like a hard driving grungy metal yeah. rock to it. Yeah. It's very smoky and alcohol ridden. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That's <laughs> really true. Bob Seeger, turn the page. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna get this is gonna get so lollipoppy. But I feel like why, why, why? we've had two two like southern rock anthems here, plus Bob Seeger. I feel like because turn the page is like you said, it's got a melancholy despite being really. Oh Lord, there it came, Howie. Yeah, yeah. it's got that. Oh yeah, it starts that out sweet with that, like, hot eighty sex sax, seventy sex yeah. sax. <laughs> it's very melancholy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love this song. I, it's great when you're driving at night. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the light, like mm-hmm. maybe on a country road, but there's still some lights, and it just rained. So like, I feel like because of how this song is melancholy. And the first two songs are real, like, southern rock, like, guitar-driven southern rock. I feel like I got to put some funky poppiness in All right, do to it. turn the yeah. energy around. So I apologize in advance, but I feel like if we go further into... I have a lot of southern rock in my repertoire here, so I'm <laughs> going to mix it up. All-Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, now. She's an all-star. Yep. Put your game on. 
Okay. We I feel like Maybe. at this point it's time to funk it up a little bit because we've been going like hard driving rock mm-hmm. up until this point. So we got we got to smear you know it around. When that, when that song came out, and for probably the five years after it, I mean that's all you heard on the radio. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, the and mu- for a while there, it was like I if I hear that song one more time, I'm going to gouge my own. You know, yeah, all of us were so sick head. of it, but now it's just like, no, it's great. We, we're far enough removed yeah. where we can go back and we can enjoy it again. Well, and like so. Mystery Men came out, and the music video had all like like the cast from Mystery Men and other people dressed up as characters as if they would be in Mystery Men, like <laughs> scenes from the movie cut in, plus a couple of like cut scenes uh, in the and. I don't know. It was everywhere. It was stinking. I also buy some. I still love that movie, Mystery Man. I that's a guilty pleasure right there. That's uh that's one of those I have to be in the mood for. Oh yeah, no, that's not an anytime film. I, I'll agree with that 110%. But yeah, so we've we've turned it back up, you know, we've we're the pace is back up already. See, now I had said you don't want to turn it around all the time right on one, but I feel like on the road again it's got or I'm sorry, uh turn the page. I was like, right on the road again. That's what, the line I always hear in my head. I feel like Turn the Page was dark enough to justify popping it up after that. So, yeah, Mike, you got a you real challenge for you. There. Where the hell do you go after All-Star by <laughs> Smash Mouth? Okay, so we're going to go a little bit more classic, but we are not going to do the Southern Rock thing. Okay. We're going to do a little more straight-up rock. Actually... A little Aussie rock, man. We're going to do Thunderstruck by AC. <laughs> I expect Dude, that from you. Dude, whenever that song comes on the radio, man, I mean, that's one of those you just got to turn it up. It's just got a real simple beat. It's got that, you know, it's got the 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 flying guitar, you know, lick by uh, Angus Young. Yeah, man. That's, a, that's definitely a road. Oh, man. That's definitely a road uh, song, man. Oh man! All right, so again, we're at like top volume here, Howie. <laughs> this, what, is, this is what I'm expecting. That I have to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm surprised this has, hasn't been two Metallicas from Mike already. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I uh, had one, and I type, 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 type. Find it. Did you find, find it? it? I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Where did it go? Um, it's hard. Hold on. Still holding. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, let's do a little John Mellencamp. Oh, John, John Cougar. Jack and Diane. Oh, Jack you got Garrick on that one. It's a nice change of pace. It's still kind of. It is. It's, it's, it's not it's little, slow. But, but it's not dry. It's not like yeah, a we driven. Just, we melody. just got, you know, got the, you know. So now we need to still keep it up there, but not, you know. So Garrick, all right. So we're back. Hmm. I like, I like Jack and Diane. I do. Jack I like that Diane. of the JCM songs. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably t- at least top two for me. I would imagine. And and again, and it's a song that I for a while I got really sick of hearing, but well, we're far enough it was removed. On, it's yeah. on all the time. Yeah, but yeah. we're far enough removed from it now that I'm like actually I just really enjoy the, that song. Yeah. So, Garrick, we we're coming off All-Star Thunderstruck. We're moving it down midpoint with Jack and Diane. So, you're you, what you have now is do you now we are just you are the first song in the second half of the playlist. Know. Are you going to take crazy. it down to the on the middle? Are you going to take it down to the low? Or are we going to go down and hit the bottom of the plot? 
I I have a song that could go either way. Okay, that's good. So it's it's there's two different versions of the song. So what are you I'm feeling? Pick that. What are yeah. you feeling, man? What are you feeling? No, I'm, just, I, I'm gonna pick a different one now. I'm gonna. We're we're here, <laughs> kind of in the middle. Well, I can. I, you never heard of it, so that's why I didn't pick it. Oh, I'm not telling you what it is, but uh, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> if you don't know, screw you. <laughs> okay, I can tell you. So there's. Do you really? I mean, how he's gonna have to? Play I've got it so, so much whiplash. I'm about to fall out of my chair. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay. Never mind. Uh, sorry, it's late. I don't. I can't think. I just took a big sip of water, you butt. <laughs> oh, I almost spit taked everywhere. <laughs> what song do you pick, Gary? <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, um, yeah, we're, let's let's take a a, a big swerve from here because we, we're kind of. We're kind of right in the middle, so I think it's a good time to kind of go somewhere different. Yeah. So I'm going to, up next on the list, to start out the second half, I'm going to put Hypnotize by the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, Which is a a great, like, thumping, uh, uh, speaker-thumping song that you can all just, like, you know, bob your head to it, move your hands up and down, whatever. Howie, I'm gonna need to hear a little hypnotize before I pick the next track. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need to hear it because I, I don't remember exactly how it goes. So I gotta, I, I feel like I gotta cr- cross a couple of rap tunes off because I don't know if I wanted two in a row. Yeah, it depends. Oh man, who's it by again? Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Notorious Biggie. B.I.G. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Can't you see? Your flashy ways just hypnotize me. Okay, <laughs> guys. So guys, Garrick's rapping. <laughs> I am. <laughs> did you hear that? It happened just now. I did the rap. It's just taking forever. So that's number seven on the list. Hypnotize mm. my church. So, okay, is that one? Well, you consider that that's like middle paced as well, right? It's just we're jumping into a different genre, like a hard mm-hmm. jump. Yep. So the question is, do I change the pace but stay within it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like my choices are stay within a, an adjacent genre but go a different pace or do another genre hop completely so that it but but some into something that's not represented at all on what's above you know like i could go like straight up like 60s rock you know or try to like swing into like another rap or hip-hop Ooh, tough decision you know you want the monkeys just just (laughs) Just, just do it do you have any idea how much i've been suppressing that The last plane, last train to Clarksville, man. Come it's on. not last train to Clarksville. That one gets too much play. Uh-oh. And one of the really? greatest songs ever written is "Daydream Believer," but again, too much play. I'm, if I'm going monkeys, I'm more likely to swing into Pleasant Valley Sunday, which has got mm-hmm. that uh, sweet guitar riff at the beginning that they ripped off for the Friends theme. Um, or I could go into one of the Mike Naismith Western songs, but. The thing is, if I were in the car with you guys, I'm the only one who's going to know those songs. <laughs> uh, 
man, I don't want to go right back to Southern Rock, but I feel like I can't wait too long. I got one more after this, right? Come on, Corey. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, yeah, I get that. to do the last song. All right, I'll save that one for last. Uh, Pick. This is hard. <laughs> you threw is. in, you put through in Biggie, dude. What am I supposed to do after Biggie, man? I don't know. You can't. Um, I feel like I feel like it's, this should be actually a female pop song, like yeah, something good. really, really different. Like skater boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that kind of a yeah, somewhere in that vein. And I don't have anything on my list necessary like that. Or let's hear it for the boy. Or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the boy. It's like that scene in Tommy Boy where they're both singing out that Spanish language song and they're all crying and stuff like that. Like this is the part where the dudes are like, "All right, we're so far into this. There's no shame. We're gonna sing some lady songs." Um, <laughs> you you know you want to pick it's raining men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> raining men. Ah uh, man, this is a this is a, you really threw me for a loop on this one. I I hate to say it. All right, I'm gonna go with. Nah, Paul Abdul's tacky. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, tacky. I'm, I'm tacky. really, I'm really struggling here. All right, let's go with let's go let's uh. Man, I have so many songs running through my head right now. Maybe I should just go with the monkeys. Yes, do it. It's your first. Go with your gut, yeah, your first All right. It's Pleasant Valley Sunday. Pleasant you asked Valley for Sunday. it. Valley Sunday. Should I play a little bit of that? Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's taking so long. Is incredible. I don't know why we're not playing it right now. I don't know why we're not playing well, it right now. Well, you're the guy with the tablet, and you're tapping it a lot. <laughs> I think you're typing out Pleasant Space Valley Space Sunday. And how he keeps hitting play and then looking at it and shrugging. That's what I mean by kind of rip the friends theme kind of rips it off slightly. Good song. Yes, it is. I don't it's, know the words. But the I... reason why what makes this a good road trip song to me is, again, it's the beat is a moving beat. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in a car right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a windows down, wind in your hair kind of song, too. Yep. Which is why I did. Thank you, Mike and Garrick and Howie, for allowing and encouraging me to get <laughs> a monkey song onto this You playlist. know what? We know you. And I've seen them live twice. <laughs> <laughs> never, never Mike, though. Mike's never been there. Not you, Mike, also, but you. Mike Naismith's never been there. But I got to okay, see so Dave I have and two in, yeah. in my head. I'm just going to ask you guys. Well, we might do four each. Straight up. <laughs> we did the, I mean, okay, last one was Monkeys. And prior to that was Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> At this point, we're halfway through. It's Caution to the Wind. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have another hip-hop song. Good. Yes. But is it? Is it too soon? No, no, it's much. never too soon. And here's why it's not. Here's why it's not. Had I gone with like a more modern pop song, like a like a like a like a like a female pop singer, or if I'd gone with another hip hop song, like a couple that I was thinking of, you couldn't. But Wait, because what, what years are from the pop song? Oh, this had to be late mid to late eighties. Mm, I'd say that splits the difference. 
Year yeah, wise. I think you're safe. Yeah. I think I'm safe. All right. Run DMC, it's tricky, baby. Oh. Yes! <laughs> it's tricky. I had that on my list, too. <laughs> I am not surprised. <laughs> such, this is I like was hoping the, uh, somebody was going to say it. This, this is some class. I mean, oh, this is man. classic, dude. Run DMC, I mean. Are we just recreating the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack? I'm pretty sure it's close. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. <laughs> Run DMC is one of those bands. I mean, they didn't create the genre. But they kind of define it for that through the eighties. Yeah, I mean, those guys they, are synonymous. They made they also hip-hop. made it way more accessible to young suburban kids, white young True. young white yeah. kids. Essentially, right. they they made they made rap and hip hop something that white people like suburban white kids could begin to understand. Well, you know what, and the cool thing was is at that time. I, I, and I, I know things change over time and whatnot, but in the in the in the eighty mid to late eighties, there was this movement, and like Run DMC, for example, they teamed up with Aerosmith and did oh. a cover of an Aerosmith Walk song. Walk this and way. There was, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of that kind of stuff Walk going on. Anthrax way. did something with. Uh, dang it, I wish I could remember the name of the band. The longest um, name for a rapper I've ever heard. Dang it, I wish I could remember the name of the band. <laughs> Anyway, there we was just a call lot Lil of those Dang types it. of team ups where you take a rock band and a hip hop band, and yeah, and uh, I really appreciated that stuff, man. That was good stuff. That were you know you're introducing, you know, a different style of music to you know a different set of kids, man. I I like that stuff. Yeah, and uh, Run DMC was definitely one of those crossovers for me. So heck yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't Kid and Play do something like that? Who's that? Didn't Kid and Play team up with a rock band at one point? Jeez, probably uh, that was pretty popular. I'm really struggling to remember those times. All right, you got to follow up. It's tricky, Howie. Well, that would be yeah. tricky it, if, I <laughs> if, if I didn't have the right answer. But I oh, do. Oh snap! Oh um, dang! The right answer would be basket case. Uh, I knew it was oh, going to be on here. Yeah, dude, you I have knew that it time. was. We needed dude. something to kind of pick yes, up the pace. Yep. Um, Nothing like a little three-chord punk. That's right. <laughs> oh, about Three-chord pop punk. It, to me, yeah, you're right. Bubblegum punk. It's it's a song that you could just sing the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know the words, so you don't have to either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I read the liner notes, I went, BS. That is not what he said. <laughs> also... He calls the whore he. But in yeah, the liner notes, it says she. And I'm like, untrue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> untrue. Basket Case is a song that we have often warmed up the podcast to. Yes. A habit yeah. we've fallen woefully out of uh, touch with because we get started faster these days. And later. And later, you're right. <laughs> doesn't help. That's why. Too late. That's why, Garrick, how are you going to follow Basket Case? I'm assuming that would have been on your long list. Yeah, that that was. I had a yeah, that was. You've t- you've uh, all taken at least one or more from my list. Did Garrick's. I take All Star from your list? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way I took Pleasant Valley Sunday from your list. No, I I, I actually had a different. I had <laughs> the the Clarksville last train. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not what I'm going with because that's a that's a repeat. I think, uh, let's see, I have the time to listen. Oh, man. Don't I was going to pick great. one, but it's a little too close to that one. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. How about, oh, geez, that's, that's tough. Um, it's tricky. No, we already did that. Yeah, when you're trying to figure out what's a good song to follow us up, we've taken a couple hard turns. Yeah. Nothing and everything all at once. I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone. No doubt about it. So that's that's really fast paced, really. You know, yeah, heavy, gun, gun, heavy gun, gun, beats gun, gun, drums. Gun, gun. Yeah, so we need to think. We need to come down a little bit from that, right? Because we're near the nearing the no, end. No, good our... ballad would fit. See, right. yeah, actually, yeah. the funny I, thing I, is, so, so let's say like it, a lot of times I look at I look at a playlist like a soundtrack, right? And I'm like, all right, at this point in the film, Basket Case was probably like the climactic chase scene, mm-hmm. right? So now we need a denouement. We need the come down before we hit that cr- that like driving credits sequence song. Yep. So yep. you got to have that. Yeah, I, I think you're in the right. I think you're in the right headspace, Garrick. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Oh man, shoot. Uh. <laughs> mm. Hmm. I have, I have a few that I'm I'm determining, and they don't seem very good. <laughs> so we go with uh hotel california oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah very good yeah that that's uh a long isn't that, isn't that like a 50 song. minute oh, yeah, song definitely. yeah a definitely a long one yes mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you know i had one picked out but it just wouldn't feel right juxtaposed to hotel california i mean i got to hit the credit sequence I've got to yeah. have the triumphant credits roll number to roll out on. Yep. And I am gonna okay, this is what my this is what it was going to be. It was gonna be Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed. The theme from mm-hmm. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eastbound and down. We're gonna do what they say can be done. But I don't think Hotel California and that song can be juxtaposed because it's like when you have two songs of the same color, like two colors that are close enough but far enough apart that they clash. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Hotel California's got that Western rock slowness, and Eastbound and Down's got this Southern rock quickness. It's like they're ignorant of each other. So I feel like at this point with the credits roll, it's got to be something that sums up the whole trip. It's got to have the energy of the front to back. You know? Mm. It's got to be... It's got to have, like, if you took all these songs and averaged them out, and so we're, we're kicking off with Carry On My Wayward Son, and then Sweet Home Alabama, Turn the Page by Bob Seger, All Star, Smash Mouth, Thunderstruck, Jack and Diane, Hypnotize, Pleasant Valley Sunday, Run DMC, It's Tricky, Basket Case, and Hotel California. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Very there tempting tag team, back again, everybody get ready and let's begin. It's not. I'm actually going to go back a long time ago. I came up with a fake soundtrack for a movie that didn't exist. It was a it was a love story. Are in you my head. You're picking a song that nobody knows. No, 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 no. The song exists. <laughs> oh. The song I created. It's, a, it's no. It, uh, it, it, but the only thing about it is that a very popular movie surprisingly ended with this song. And I had said to many friends, Garrick has heard this before, that this would be the greatest closing credits song 
of all time in terms of like just a fun feel good film. And I remember uh, our fr- friend of the show, Brian, was thinking the same thing to the point where he'd forgotten. I told him at one point, he said, you know, it'd be a good song for closing credits. When we're discussion, and he tells me a song. I'm like, I told you that years ago. Like, and it is. And I think I'm going to pick it here, even though it is the closing credit song for Guardians of the Galaxy. I Two, want you back one. by the Jackson 5. Oh, yeah. I want you back. Oh, baby, tell me one more time. Baby, that I love you. So that one, again, that's like, we're talking 70s hip hop right there. But, I mean, you're in Motown territory there. But I think it's got the energy average yep. going on there. Y'all, we have got a 12-song playlist right here. Can Woo. I throw some honorable mentions out there that I really wanted to throw in, but just didn't make Ooh. sense? Yeah. I mean, I did with Jerry Reed. Yeah, I've got three. Uh, Joker by Steve Miller Band. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ram- yeah, essential. Yep. Ramblin' Man by the Allman Brothers. That was on my nice. that was on yeah. my list, absolutely. And Fire and Rain by James, James Taylor. Taylor. For me, it was uh, oh, it was Country you... Road by James Taylor. Oh yep. Oh yeah. I would have picked that one too. It's, yep. It's or Carolina on my mind. Yep. It's, that's it's the James, other one. The whole James hey, Taylor. Yeah. The James Taylor greatest hits. Oh, that's it. <laughs> if you're giving your honorable mentions, I want to give. Well, of course you are. Yep. All right. I got three. I got uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've never thought of that Good as a road stuff, trip man. song, but it definitely has the rolling beat. I mean, all the yeah. way down to in the movie, it's his footsteps going Dude, down the when street. when you hear that song, you can't help it, man. You're just, you're bobbing along. Yeah, your body your body picks up a swagger. <laughs> it does, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, my band used to play that. One of my bands used to play that. That was one of my favorite songs to play live, man. Mm. That was good stuff. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Um I also have uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> some classic 80s for you. Yeah. And uh, then I had to do some classic 90s, some sing-along 90s. Uh, if I Had a Million Dollars by the oh, yeah. na- Bare Naked Lady. Oh, okay. That's the that's first song. song. That's the first song proposed tonight that I cannot stand. Really? Oh, really? I <laughs> oh, hate that song so much because I remember <laughs> back then that song would come on at like a dance or a party or something and all the it girls would just start screaming and singing. And I'm like, this sounds like some youth group bullshit. <laughs> but also, I didn't stuff, even man. know for years that that was the Bare Naked Ladies. You know, that Canadian yeah. national treasure. They had a lot of they had a lot of hits, man. Yeah. They did for for a short. I mean, they they burned hot and heavy for a short time. So, if you want something a little more obscure, listen to "Old Apartment" by the Bare Naked Ladies. That's a good one too. Yeah, okay. I like that episode of Community where they're all arguing about besmirching BNL. <laughs> That's a and then about yeah. whether or not they're cool enough to actually uh, shorten to BNL. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, a one that I really I, I love for road trip songs, but it's the first time I heard the song was in the movie Cars, so it feels lame. Life is a highway. No, oh. no, no. Are you kidding me, dude? When I was in middle school, when I was in middle school, and like that was like all these dudes I knew. That was like their anthem. Yeah, was Life is a Highway. No, 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 no. I was a little surprised. Actually, I hated that song then, 
because I heard it so much. I mean, they would play it on repeat endlessly. But I came to like that song a lot. Not the version that's in Cars. Flats, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but I, uh, no, it's the Sheryl Crow, Get Real Gone. P- bring it up. It starts off like you're, it, like you're slamming your foot on a gas pedal. That's how that song starts off to me. Uh, and and I love that song, but it's hard to find a place for it contextually without feeling really lame because I heard it in a Disney movie. Then again, I mean, shoot, <laughs> I'm looking down. Uh, Smash Mouth is on here. Uh, are you sure, that's the name of it. No, not at all. Okay. Who'd you say, Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow. You can look on Cars soundtrack, find the Cheryl Crow song. That's the one. <laughs> but I mean, like, I remember I was at the theater and I was like, dang, this song, this song's really, really catchy. I don't see a lot of movies that have songs that are supposed to stand out like that. But Cars was doing that on purpose because of the theme of the, you know, the Route 66 type theme of that film that they did some real music curation. And there was some James Taylor on there, too. Matter of fact, all this, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I just think it just kicks right out, but also there's a drop, which is like an added bonus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not the biggest Cheryl Crow fan, but a few of her songs I just just yeah. hit me right in the right spot. So yeah, yeah, that's it's one that I like good. a lot. That that doesn't impress her though. So. It doesn't impress <laughs> not much, not much. <laughs> Garrick, you got some honorable mentions. Yeah, I got quite a few. Um, <laughs> uh, Sweet Caroline. Oh, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, perfect. Twitter like, tells like, me that's one of the songs that makes white people, uh, what is it, white people lose their shit or whatever? <laughs> yeah, no, white does. people get lit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, it's true. The Power of Love, Huey Lewis in the News. Oh, yep. yes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's the power. I had a few other hip-hops, uh, Regulate by Warren G featuring Nate Dogg. Nice. California by Tupac, and yep. it's a good day. Ice Cube. That's a that's that's, day was yeah. a good day. Yeah, Dream On. <laughs> was Aerosmith. Gotta say it was. A I good Dream On. Yeah, early early Aerosmith. No, I know like, it's it's such a good song. It I, I it loses me about two thirds the way through. Oh, when, yeah. Basically, when Steven Tyler becomes modern Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Start screaming. And then, like, uh, I had a few classical ones. Uh, the Asteroid Chase by uh, John Williams from uh, Empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Moonlight Sonata, Third Movement. Yeah. Actually, that almost is a. And cat, the, all, all three movements are almost a uh, traveling, like, perfect complement for each other because they're all totally different, which is great. And uh, I think God, that's whatever. it. Uh, <laughs> I had a couple Dead Mouth songs on there, but you guys have never heard of them. <laughs> Dead Mouth Five. Dead Mouth Five. <laughs> yeah, Dead Mouth Five. <laughs> I will never call them anything different. <laughs> no, it's. I Dead had a Mal couple five. anime songs on there that you also never heard of. Well, of some did. things that surprised me that didn't make the list is uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Uh, baby Metal. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I was, I was praying the whole time that Baby Metal wouldn't make the list because I was going <laughs> to fight it. I was ready to fight. 
I didn't make the list because we knew you were going to fight it. Yeah, because I don't let, I, in my car, I actually keep. Who says you're driving? I keep oil in the engine. Who so says you're driving? Never would a ride in my car sound like it warrants baby metal, which would be an en- an oilless <laughs> engine when the block explodes. That's essentially. Well, good thing it's just the three of us. Your tires have fallen off and it's just the the rims like sparking along the concrete. Baby metal the whole way. The whole way. No. Whole way. No, that's yeah. not a thing. Speaking no. of being the whole way. Yeah. Sounds like we're all the way through this. So if you want to run out and create your fly casual road trip playlist, now you know what it is. And if you want it to be longer than 12 songs, you know, some of the extras to throw on the end of that, I'm gonna throw one more. I'm gonna throw a one more monkey song on there because it's gonna be one of the Mike Naismith songs that nobody knows. But uh, I believe it's called um, "Your Mom." Shoot, now I don't remember the name of it. Uh, I know I could sing it, but I couldn't tell you the name of it. Uh, Monkeys. That's do, the one. Do, do. Now I have to look it up. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any country. That's the song okay. is "What Am I Doing Hanging Around" by the Monkees. That is a great Western rolling song. It almost—I mean, it's a song about a train, kind of. It's a love story, but he's singing about a train, and it's got the, one of those beats that gets you that rolling train vibe. So that's one I would throw on there as an obscure one that no one knows, but I love that song. Love it. But yeah, you've got—you should have a lot of fodder put together. But what we want, because you know. Yeah, 12 tracks was okay when you were limited to an 80-minute CD, but now we have infinite playlists. So mm-hmm. we need you, the listener, to join us on Discord by going to BetterKind.com, clicking on the link for Discord, and jumping into the channels. I think we have a music channel set up in there, don't we? It doesn't get used that often, but now is an opportune time. Uh, get in the music channel and tell us what your favorite road trip songs of all time all time so that we can build this all and time. you can build this monster playlist so that when you're all caught up on our sweet sweet episodes you can still live the dream by throwing on the 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 playlist and driving into the sunset but don't like thumb and louise it off like a, a canyon yeah, off, off a that. plateau or anything that's ill-advised bro i mean that's a nice car it's, what a waste but, uh, yeah, do that. Run out wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. And, I don't know, some other crap. That'd be great. Yep. 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 Thanks. Yep. I'm Corey. Over there is where Mike normally sits. Nighty night. Over there is Howie. Drive safe. Over there is Garrick. Always wear your seat belts. Yeah. And listen to stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Listen to stuff. Your seat parents. Belt. Yeah. Follow the rules of the road. That's right. Ten and two. Ten and two. Ten and two. Social distancing. You Keep get, your eye you on the ball. Bend on. your knees. You know what that does? Swing from the hips. Turns you to jelly. Oh, I'm oh he did right. it. That's what it does. Speaking of jelly, I got to go pee. Dude, if you're peeing something with jelly consistency, we need to take you to the hospital right now.